Yeah, when I grow up, you know what I want to be? Take a seat. Let me tell you my ridiculous dreams. I want to rap. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe. And I can tell you already thinking I will never succeed. But I'm okay with it. I admit the lyrics are weak. I've been working on them. I'll be good eventually. I understand you got to crawl before you get to your feet. But I've been running for a while. They ain't ready for me. Good evening, everyone. Or good morning or good afternoon whenever you listen to the show. Welcome back to the Takeaway Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Messersmith. And I wanted to start off the segment by just saying how appreciative and thankful I am for all the love and support and to all the listeners. Uh, You guys rock. Without you, I wouldn't be here. And I know quite a few people personally that are supporting and listening to the show. And I just want to say thank you. You know who you are. Uh, Without you, I don't exist here. And this podcast doesn't exist. So I just want to express my appreciation to you. Thank you again for all the love and support. The song was called When I Grow Up by NF, if anyone's interested. uh, Song credit. Um, I wanted to start off this segment with some warm-up topics. Um, First on my list is Biden's classified documents. Now, I don't want to get political here or jump into a pool of political uh, back and forth, but I just want to bring it up and confront the subject, although it's been the hot topic of the week. What do we think, guys? What do we think of Biden's dilemma here? I think it's kind of um, sketchy. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty uh, sus. It's pretty uh, – it looks like he's got something to hide, and I hope that justice is served. It looks like it's not, unfortunately, and I hope maybe it will be brought up uh, again and he doesn't escape uh, being held accountable for it. Uh, Having about five or six classified documents in different locations is not a good thing. Um, so the other big thing that happened this week is actor Alec Baldwin being charged with in, uh, voluntary manslaughter. Um, what do we think about that, guys? Are we on agreement that he should be held accountable or he shouldn't be held accountable? To be perfectly honest, um, my opinion is that everybody in the circle should be accountable that was involved with this there was a lot of irresponsibility there was a lot of mishandling of a prop weapon and the first thing i was told when handling a firearm is always treat it like it's loaded and it seemed that rule wasn't followed here and it resulted in a death and uh, my uh, sympathy uh, goes out to the friends and family of the lost loved one who uh, lost their life on the set, that uh, just is irresponsible, it's unfortunate, and it should never happen. Um, A movie set is somewhere where everybody should be safe, especially when we're uh, filming stuff that involves uh, heavy action sequences. People should stay safe and be aware of their surroundings and be extra careful. So those are the two things this week. Also, big thing happened tonight. I don't know if you guys watched the game. The Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Woohoo! Go Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs fan, so I'm really happy about that. It was a good game. Trevor Lawrence, first loss on a Saturday. It's okay. First time for everything. <laughs> um, so I do want to get right into the topic. We got a lot of stuff to cover today. Buckle in, guys. We got a lot of numbers, a lot of statistics. <laughs> um, so got a lot of information and i'm gonna try my best to not overload but it was just too good of stuff that was out there uh too many good sources out there to not uh bring it up and address it uh today i want to talk about the fear of rejection the title of my segment today is when i grow up and i want to just kind of talk about 
the fear of rejection rejection that holds us back from accomplishing our goals and what that is and how what allows it to happen and why we do it and maybe things that could maybe help us not allow those barriers to hold us back and it's really important to me it's important for me to share that information it's important for you to also have the knowledge because it's never too late to accomplish uh, those dreams and i believe that if we allow fear of what people will think get in the way we will miss out on a lot of good opportunities so one of the things i wanted to start off with <clears throat> is a quote which i did in my last segment i want to start every uh, segment off with a quote and that is nothing is impossible the word itself says i'm possible and that is from actress audrey hepburn and another quote i found that i found really inspiring was life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Charles R. Swindle. So when I was a kid, I wanted to be everything. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. When you're a kid, you wanted to be Spider-Man, Batman, firefighter, police officer. Some of my personal ones were that and Star Wars characters, Zorro, and every cowboy I ever saw on television. Um, so... I'm sure you might have some other uh, aspirations you had and things you wanted to be when you grew up. But at some point, first, reality hit us all to realize those things aren't real. And secondly, I think that life, like it does, kind of stops us in our tracks. And I wanted to read some pretty heavy statistics that kind of will give this idea of how... Uh, rare and how difficult it is to sometimes achieve those things and what we could do to make it happen and what we could do to uh, really step into our calling. One of the statistics I found on LeagueSide website was surrounding our football players right now football season's going on so it's kind of a uh, main topic point and i got really curious and i went on to leak side website they say out of the 1,093,234 high school football players right now only six and a half percent of them will play college that number is 71,060 and in that, 1.2% will be drafted in the NFL. So 853 players, 0.00075%, make pros each year of original population of 1.1 million high school athletes. Same odds of getting struck by lightning. Now, I want you to think about that. That is so rare, guys. That's so such a specific number, and it's such a small chance. It's... It's a huge accomplishment, but a small chance. And when I read that, I think, wow, you know, all the football players we watch on TV every Sunday, the chances of being one of those guys is so slim. And they still took that shot to be where they're at. They're still there winning Super Bowls, winning championships, being MVPs, and drawing up a legacy when 
those chances are slim like that. One in 1,282 high school football players will be drafted. Average high school player has 50% chance of never ever even encountering with or against a future pro player. Again, showing the slim and the vast uh, majority of making it to pros. And those statistics are kind of grounded in every aspect of the athletic field. So if those guys can take a chance of getting into the pros, what can we do to step in to our calling and achieving our goals? Now, there are some people who are okay with just doing the everyday working the job they have, never really achieving those childhood dream jobs or whatever it was that they had, those aspirations. And you know what? I want to just say that is okay. That's completely fine because there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a certain tenacity in quite a few people that they want to do those things. They want to be able to look back and say, I had a dream when I was younger and here I am living it, walking it out. And one of the main things that prevent those handful of people is the fear of rejection. Uh, Choosing Therapy article by Michelle Reiser stated, people fear rejection, are afraid of not being liked, abandonment, not fitting in, solitude, struggle with low self-esteem, lack confidence, shame, and guilt. And that is, that's huge. That's a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a lot. It's a handful. But let's consolidate all that. What that kind of boils down to is us. It's us, guys. It's not the world. It's not them. You could walk into a room and present an idea and you have no idea. Maybe that person is looking for what your expertise is, what your uh, information, your knowledge Your knowledge is valuable. Your input is valuable. You have a shot. You have a voice. And recently we just celebrated MLK Junior Day. And that was a voice. MLK Junior was a voice of reason. And a time where it would have been better for you to not say anything. You are valued. What you have to say is valued. Your ideas are valued. And when we keep telling ourselves, what if they don't like it? What if I'm not appreciated? What if, you know, I just embarrass myself? Hey, you embarrassed yourself, but you gave it your best shot. You would rather not give it a shot and live with everything else on top of that than giving it your shot and walking away Not with your head hung low because you tried. I think that it's more uh, strengthening to walk into a room where you maybe feel like you don't belong and present your talents because you do have talent. You know, I watched the show America's Got Talent, American Idol, uh, The Voice. You know what it takes to get up there in front of Grammy Award winner, professionals, judges who are going to judge you for that five-minute presentation. 
the strength and the courage it has to get up there and to belt out a song or present a specific talent, whatever that is, a magic trick, uh, wh- whatever they you know, they pre- decide to present, the courage it takes to do that. It can make your knees buckle. I'm not going to lie. There's been a lot of times where I've gotten on stage. I had to public speak or perform. And I thought I was going to turn to noodles. But it's so important that we overcome those things. And set aside what people think of us. What people will judge us for. And start speaking our side of the story. Start sharing our voice. This certain signs of that. Is people pleasing, too many responsibilities, trouble saying no, staying in toxic relationships, fear and failure, perfectionism, codependency, and allow people to treat you poorly. Those are the signs, guys, that we're uh, succumbing to this fear. And you don't want that. You don't need that. You don't deserve it. Instead, you need to break out of that wall and break that barrier and break that possibly generational curse, whatever it is, and navigate and pave your own path. Because it's uh, those things that get us into situations we don't want to be in. When we allow ourselves to be walked all over, when we allow that rejection, and maybe if I said no, maybe they'll don't like me. Maybe I say no, I need to... You allow that person. No, you don't deserve that. Nobody needs to take advantage of you. And you don't feel comfortable doing something, don't do it. If you feel like this is what you're designed to do, what you're called to do, go for it. Don't let the world stop you. Don't let other people talk you out of it. When we let people talk us out of things, we rob ourselves of an opportunity to take a step forward. And... Your dream is your dream. Your calling is your calling. And when people talk you out of it, they're speaking into something that they have no business doing because it's not theirs. It's not their dream. It's not their calling. It's yours. And when we talk, people talk us out of that, they're basically stealing that opportunity from us. Are we going to let them? Are we going to let those relationships affect our future? Are we going to let our shame and neglect and abandonment and our fears put us in that spot where we don't go anywhere. And like I said in the beginning, if you don't want to move, if you want to be where you're at and you're okay with it, that's completely fine. But if you really do want to go somewhere, you'll have to set those aside. And this is what this rejection fear is. It It's crippling. And to get out of it, how to fight it, it's, it's going to take some power. It's going to take some manpower on your, your side and my side. And it's going to take a, a breaking of habits. And you know how hard it is to break habits. There's something I wanted to read here. Um, also, fear of rejection in businesses. It can prevent people from flowing, following, I'm sorry, their dreams and helping other people who need their products and services you can have the best idea but fear of rejection can cause others to not share that idea you can have a million dollar profiting 
idea. But because if you allow that fear, you can miss out on that opportunity. There are people in a room right now that are needing your uh, needing your knowledge, needing your passion, needing your smartness, needing your input into something. And because that fear has gotten a hold of you, that rejection, it can rob you and that other person of a successful opportunity. That's how big this is. It doesn't just about us. It's not just about us. It's about other people. It's about the person next door. It's about the business meeting that's going on. It's about the company that's trying to get off its feet. It goes beyond. And to get to that place, we have to first confront this. We have to hold up a mirror to ourselves. And say, what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about this fear that is overcoming me? And it's gotten the best of me. And it basically owns me. I'm a slave to it. Because it can become that. As much as you maybe not want to admit to it. it could become a, You can become a slave to this thing. Uh, in the same article, it lists some uh, tools to fight this uh, fear of rejection. And they're very powerful, and I think it might help you. Uh, the first one is to accept it, which is the number one basis. Once you accept that you have this situation in front of you, once you accept, I do struggle with this. I do allow this to walk all over me and become my burden. Then you are able to fully face this giant in the face and to charge at it. The second thing is build a habit of positive self-talk. Now, I want to say this. I struggle with this a lot, too. I struggle with building myself up because I'm afraid if I build myself up, there is a borderline between building yourself up and pride. And we need to be careful not to cross those wires. Pride is thinking you're better than the person next to you. But building yourself up is not a bad thing. It's not a prideful thing. It's not an arrogant thing. But actually building yourself up in positive talk, it propels you into that next step. It it propels you to become better and it kind of lifts your spirit. When you pat yourself on the back a couple of times, you know, daily maybe, hey, you did this today. Great job. You are a champion. You are a victor. You are not the victim. And we kind of went over this last week with my session about positivity. It kind of ties into this. When we really tell ourselves positive things, my goodness, we can go and jump over the moon, guys. I, I'm not kidding. And I'm learning those things a little bit every day. I was never good at that. And I'm starting this year to learn how to do that more to myself. Because I think we focus too much on the art of our failures than we do on our future successes and what we do today. Because guys, today is a success. You may not see it like that, but today you are successful. Today you are a champion. And when you start telling yourself that, you kind of walk different. You know, you kind of you kind of act different. And not in a way where you act like you're better than everybody else, but you begin to share that energy with other people and when other people see it, they themselves will start to 
conjoin with that energy and they might start seeing themselves in a different way because you started. It's a total contagious act. Believe me, it really is. The third thing is don't don't let rejection define you. Stop walking around with that t-shirt. Stop walking around with that name tag. You know when you walk into a a group and they make you put a name tag on and put your name on it so people know you? Stop writing that failure and that rejection on that name tag. Walk in with your name. You are a champion. You are a victor. You're a winner in the eyes of God. And you're a winner in the eyes of yourself. No matter the way you see it. Even when you don't feel it, you need to still tell yourself that you are. Because the more you do that, the less you start attaching to the other negative and the fears. Because that is who you are. We were created to be champions. We were created to not be victims of our abandonment and our neglect and our failures. We are made to be victors over them. Build confidence. Whatever that may be. Uh, For me, sometimes confidence was speaking up. For confidence, it meant asking for what I wanted and not being afraid and saying my truth. And when you start building yourself a voice, you will be surprised what comes out. And don't say in a negative way or a demanding way, but when you speak influentially the truth you begin to see how many ears actually turn to you and what that can do for your life. Number five, having self-compassion. Don't be so hard on yourself. And I struggle with this to the max. Being hard on yourself, setting goals for yourself, setting high standards for yourself. It's good to have goals. It's good to have uh, standards. But when we kind of set the bar too high, we fail. And what happens? We go right back to that failure. We go turn right back around and go, I failed at this. You didn't fail. You set the bar too high. Come down a little lower and work up to that. Not saying you can't get there, but start with the littler things. Start with the smaller things and work yourself up. It's like going to the gym. You don't go walk in there and bench press 200 pounds your first week, right? You walk in there. You start with 25 You start with 30, and you work yourself up. It's the same thing with this, guys. We don't start at the highest level. We start lower, and we build, and we begin practicing and practicing. The other thing that's so important in this is breathing. And not just breathing physically, but breathe emotionally, guys. Take a breath every once in a while. Don't wear yourself out. Don't set so many goals and set so many things to where it doesn't no longer becomes an exercise that's positive, but it becomes negative and the fear takes over and it dominates. Breathe. Take those breaths. Take those breaks. And then move forward. I have a little bit more statistics for you guys. Uh, I went on a website called jobsage.com. And there's some statistics about Americans who are accomplishing their dream jobs. The website said only 1 in 10 Americans say they're working their dream job. 1 in 10. That's that's 10%, basically. That's low. Others of those surveyed, 7 in 10 don't think they're on the track to get their dream job. 
Over half, 53% of Americans, think their dreams aren't fit for the current economy, which it's definitely hard these days. Prices go up, you know, cost more money to get more training. If advanced degrees are required for their dream jobs, two in three American professionals say they can't afford the price of education, which I get that. <laughs> uh, Goodreads article uh, has an interesting story, and I want to just share this because I think this might motivate us a little bit. This might um, really push us to kind of take a minute and think what we're really capable of if we step out of our boundaries and step across the line and give it our best shot. Most of you know this name, Jim Carrey. He's a famous actor, no numerous accolades, numerous films uh, from The Mask, Yes Man, A Series of Fortunate Events, Mr. Popper's Penguins, Dumb and Dumber, uh, amazing, talented actor, talented comedian. He wrote an article in Goodreads he quoted, he didn't write the article, it was a quoted in the article, My father could have been a great comedian, but he didn't believe that he that, that was possible for him. So he made a conservative choice. Instead, he got a safe job as an accountant, and when I was 12 years old, he was let go from that safe job, and our family had to do whatever we could survive. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want, so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. That's a huge testimony. That is, uh, you know, just inspirational. And it's unfortunate his father could never see what his potential was uh, as a comedian. And instead he got him a safe job. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with going down that route. But also realize you're going to miss out on certain opportunities if you do choose that route and we can stay safe stay in the boundaries stay in that tight-knit box that we have made for ourselves but have you ever taken a look around and thought maybe there's more to this maybe i'm more maybe i have more to offer than this desk job that i'm at plus plugging in numbers, punching in numbers, or maybe wherever you're at. And there's so many times where I've thought that I've, I've had a lot of different jobs and a lot of different opportunities where I've unfortunately passed up because I thought, what if I'm not good at it? What if I'm not what they're looking for? But you'll never know if you don't take it, take a chance. If you don't take your shot. 67% of Americans failed to fulfill their childhood dreams, and 82% are aren't pursuing them at all as adults. And that was according to Zeddy, an article on Zeddy, on childhood dream jobs. It's a 2020, 2021 study. That's a huge number, guys. 67% of Americans have failed to fulfill their childhood dream jobs, and 82% are not pursuing them at all that's crazy high guys what if we what if we took that chance and went after the education and the training whatever we have to do financially to set aside and i know bills are high rent's high grocery shopping's high maybe some of you have families out there 
So maybe start with something small. Maybe start with volunteering. Maybe start with something that you really have been thinking about. Maybe it's volunteering at your church. Maybe it's teaching children's ministry, youth ministry. Maybe it's volunteering at the local pantry, uh, doing Habitat for Humanity, or joining a club, joining a group. Guys, don't just stand and sit in that safe little zone. Get out there. The world is a big place, and time is of the essence. We're not promised tomorrow. And maybe you think, I'm too late. I didn't do it in time. Okay. But there's still time, right? Your clock's still ticking. You're still here. Find something else to be passionate about. Find something else that you can jump right in and try to be good at. Don't let time get away from you. Don't let... Other people try to tell you where to go. Follow your heart. Follow the guidance of what your passion is. And I truly believe we're in a time right now where it's important to go after those things. And it's important to try new things. You know, a personal story of mine is uh, I was adopted. And I dealt with a lot of situational uh emotional issues because of my adoption one of those biggest issues was rejection uh it was a huge thing still is a struggle for me but there is a moment in my life where i had to break out of that rejection break out of that uh binding and just kind of go for what i wanted whether that was a job whether that was a relationship, whether it was that a hobby. This podcast in and of itself is a testimony. You know, I was afraid at first, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to want to listen to this? You know, I stutter. I have, you know, I don't talk like other people. I'm not, you know, smooth talking, you know. But at the end of the day, you're doing it. And that's what I want you to understand, too, is that at the end of the day, you did it. You tried it, and maybe you failed, but don't walk out of there with your head hung low. Walk out of there with your shoulders back, your head held up high, and be proud of yourself. Pat yourself on the back. And Tony Robbins has an article on Sight Overcoming Fear of Rejection. He says, number one, break down limiting beliefs. Let go of the past. Change your story. Build your inner strength. Shift your focus, control your emotions. So those six things basically consolidate into stop letting yourself and your emotions get in the way. Start letting go of those things in the past. Start letting go of what people have said about you, to you, for you. Don't let any of that affect you. Change your narrative. Change your story because in the end, it is your story. Who do you surround yourself with? Because your friendship circle, it speaks a lot to where you're going in life. That's a huge thing. I'd be sure to surround myself with people who support me. There's so many people that support this uh, podcast and support me where I go, what choices I make. Who do you surround yourself with? Do you surround yourself with people that are saying you can't do it or you this or you that? 
Or do you surround yourself with people who go, go for it? We got your back 100%. So, so I wanted just to round up this session tonight. What are areas or situations are you avoiding because of rejection? What are we not tackling, guys? What mountain are we refusing to climb and get to the top of? Because they're the ones that are holding us back. They're the ones that are not allowing us to get where we want to go. And I would hate to see any of us not get to fulfill our dream, not get to see the other side of an accomplishment, whether that's running a 5K, maybe it's starting to go to a gym, maybe it's starting to volunteer, maybe starting a club. You're afraid. Well, I'm going to just tell you straight, stop being afraid. (laughs) Stop being afraid. And start being an overcomer. How can you set aside that fear? Start with little opportunities. And let me just stress this one. Because it needs to be said. It's never too late. C.S. Lewis quoted, You are never too old to set another goal or to dream another dream. Guys, it's never too late. It's not too late to get up. And put yourself in a situation where I'm going to try something new. I'm going to go to that job interview. I'm going to apply for that job. I'm going to go call this person. I'm going to go make this relationship work. I'm going to join that baseball club, that bowling club. I'm going to go to that uh, dinner Friday night. When we start isolating ourselves because we're afraid of ourselves... We're going to miss out on relationships and we're going to miss out on opportunities. It's not too late to do those things. You can do it. You can You can be the best version of you that you allow yourself to be. And that's the best way to put it. You are your own worst enemy. I'm my own worst enemy. But together... You know, when we set aside those fears, when we set aside that rejection, and and honestly, that rejection is, it's a fantasy in a way that we blow it up bigger than it is. We, we make it seem like it's the end of the world, but in reality, it's not the end of the world. It's just a phase. It's just a moment. Just because someone rejected you in the past doesn't mean the next person is. And if they do... Keep trying. Don't stop. Don't just say, well, because these five opportunities failed, the sixth one will. You would never know. That sixth one could be your breakthrough. It could be your moment. So it's not too late, guys. And I hope that was uh, inspiring and encouraging for you. It was encouraging for me to read all those articles And if you uh, ever want to uh, look at these articles yourself, the first one I looked at uh, was um, League Side website. Those are statistics for pro athletes. And Choosing Therapy article by Michelle Reiser. And uh, JobSage.com and Zeddy and Goodreads article. And also the Tony Robbins uh, motivational site. 
I hope that was uh, inspirational for you and encouraging for you guys. And I hope this week it allows you to ponder those thoughts and ponder those maybe areas in your life where you could maybe break those barriers down. And I hope going forward that if you want to try something new, you don't allow negative talk and fears to hold you back because you do have something to offer to the world. And if you need somebody to talk to, there are so many counseling and therapy and um, people out there that want to help you. You're loved. And at the end, end of each session, I want to let you just remind you, you're loved. You're loved by me, you're loved by God, and you're loved by people around you. There are people out there that want to see you succeed. The world is, it's a dark place. <laughs> it's a cold place. But there's people out there that want to see you be the best you. And there's people out there that want to see you succeed. And I hope you meet those people. And I hope you surround yourself with those people because it is a life changer. I wanted to kind of end on this with uh, sponsorship, Viking Revolution. Guys, check out vikingrevolution.com. They have a promo going on. It's a seven-day sale starting the 23rd of January on Amazon. All products are 20% off. So, uh, again, that's Viking Revolution. They provide all kinds of beard oils, shampoos, body washes, and uh, products to keep you looking good. So thank you, Viking Revolution, for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful week, and I hope this is encouraging. I hope all the people that get to listen to this are encouraged. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And I will catch you on the next episode. This is The Takeaway. Be sure to like and follow and support. Give us five stars on Spotify and Anchor. And follow the Instagram uh, page, The Takeaway 2023 on Instagram. I'll check. Take. I'll catch you guys next week. Oh, yeah. I just want to sign a record deal. Maybe buy a house up in the hills. Okay. Oh.